Thank you for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about Anthem and EA banning streamers and everything that happened. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I try to have these hit the feeds whenever I'm going live. Hit a like button, hit a subscribe button, do the thing. It helps me out. I appreciate it. Let's jump right into the questions. This might get a little testy. Uh, and it's 1.30, and so I'm going to try and not have these go super long anymore. I think two hours is about my limit. All right, Vorik says, I was spamming Tyrant Mines, and now it's gone from my maps. I can't even select it as a stronghold. Have you heard of this problem? Are they limited stronghold runs? Um, th- apparently, it happened to somebody in my stream chat. They said that they got into a Tyrant Mine, and the people they got match made with were trying to do the glitch, and then it disappeared from their map. He said he got it to come back on his map by loading in with his friend. Like, his friend basically loaded it up, and it was on his map, and then after that, it came back. I don't know if this is, like, an accident. I don't know if it's their their attempt to do something temporarily, but that's how they got it to be fixed. I think it was Black Joker that got it to do that. Sir Mayhem says... Do you do you think that EA Bioware had a knee-jerk reaction on streamers just to show they're serious about banning people? I mean, here's the thing. If that's why they did it, if if we're gonna imagine a world where they said, let's really, let's really nail these streamers and make an example out of them, it would have been really, really easy to send the warning email, and then the streamer would say, Hey guys. I got an email. We're not supposed to do this. This is against terms of service. I could get banned for doing it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Now, someone might push back and say that wouldn't get near the amount of press, right? Maybe they wanted people to hear you're going to... Maybe they wanted people to hear about it in the big sort of bombastic viral way that they heard about it. I happen to think that that's probably not what they wanted to have happen because it's just more bad press for the game. Because, again, they didn't give specificity in the emails, so everybody runs with a false narrative and a false story. And then you have some of the biggest content creators on the platform with huge Twitter followings like Dr. Lupo saying things, and then that, that then it reinforces a bad narrative, right? There's this, new, there's this reinforced narrative that says, you know, he got banned for effectively farming and playing the game as is, and it's like, that's not true, that's not what these people did. They did bugs and glitches. They brute forced they brute forced paths that you're not supposed to do. They didn't just open chests. That's that's that false narrative got set because they didn't have any specifics in the email. Now I I don't know why companies won't come out and speak about why people are banned, because if you're going to ban somebody who's in the public eye, you need to have a clear, like, talking point when that happens. Because if not, that person can basically misrepresent the situation and make you look bad. I mean, they did that with the EA Game Changers thing. They came out and said, we did not ask him to take down the video because it had negative things in it. We asked him twice to resubmit it with the proper disclosures. He ignored that. So now the video has to come down. And they even said, they even said in their public announcement about that, he is more than welcome to put the video back up with proper disclosure. Thank you, uh, Scythesee. So, I just, I don't like people having the ability to misrepresent it and then there's no, there's no recourse. 
right? So now there's a video with a bunch of speculation and a bunch of guessing and a bunch of like half of the story and that sets this big misinformed tone so no one knows what the frick happened and so everyone's running with the story of these guys got banned for opening chests in free play and it's like no um so i i don't know maybe it's dangerous because if you maybe it's dangerous because if you come out and publicly say something it could be seen as like damaging to that you know, damaging to that person's career or something. I don't know. I just think it's odd to let like anybody could come out and be like, yeah, I got banned for this and this and this. It's kind of lame. And if they don't ever speak about it, then we'll never really know what really happened. Now I trust when I ask both glad and Ezekiel and streamer house, I'm like, did you guys get any reasoning in the emails? And they're all saying, no, it doesn't say anything. I think that's a consistent story. But then the, the the problem is, is then you can just speculate, and then that led to a lot of just just false narrative. I'm not saying anybody was trying to be misleading, by the way, when I say that. It's just there's no accountability. You say whatever the frick you want. You can say whatever you want, right? Lona, did they single these guys out, or was this just part of an automated ban system? It was an automated ban system. It had to be automated because whenever it got traction on Reddit, somebody stepped in and reversed streamer houses. If they were targeted, wouldn't they have? Been, I mean, wouldn't there have been some sort of communication instead of it was it? It felt like a surprise, right? It felt like a surprise. I was like, oh whoa, uh, guys, uh, we banned some streamers. Uh, we better uh, we better reverse that as a goodwill gesture. And when it when when Glad discovered his, it was the weekend, so nobody was paying attention. So, I don't think they... Ezekiel thinks they were targeted. I don't think they were targeted. I think it was an automatic thing. I think they they hit a certain threshold of economy exploitation, and it triggered the ban. That's what I think, because they were doing it a lot. I'm not bashing them, by the way. I'm just telling you the story. That's what happened. Uh, Bamboo Shrimp. Do you think Anthem is being so much of a stickler when it comes to their game? Um... Do I think they're being a stickler? Or are you maybe meant to say, why do you think? Why do I think they're being a stickler? I would say because it, again, it hurts it hurts the integrity of the game and it hurts the player experience. If you just let... Okay, let's imagine another universe, okay? Let's imagine another universe where Glad and Streamer House could jump into the directory and stream to good viewership and have people watching them all day, day in, day out, ham like strong arm brute force their way to loot and glitches and exploits and bugs okay let's imagine that's happening and those thousands of people per day that are coming through the directory are seeing that and then they're going and doing it and then their friends do it and then the friends of the friends of the friends do it and then before you know it every time right every time you go into a match made environment everybody's doing the crap like that's exactly what would happen and so it's harmful to the integrity of the game, which ultimately then is harmful to the player experience. So they had to, they had to, to, to step in and say, no, you guys can't do this. It's going to be bad for our game because you matchmake into every environment. Um, Obey Supreme says, isn't the ban thing just promo viral marketing? No, absolutely not. This is not making, this is not endearing the game to anybody. Uh, I don't think anybody sees these headlines or these YouTube videos and thinks, well, that's a game I want to sign up and play because, again, the narrative has now been set. 
the narrative is set that people think oh they opened up chess in the free play environment they quote unquote played the game efficiently and played the game as is and got banned I don't want to play a game like that the the misinformation and false narrative is not good for the game at all uh now conversely I'm going to scroll back on the question here. Conversely, I saw most of the people on Reddit saying these bans are deserved. We don't want people doing this in the game. So I do think there is a significant portion of the community that is glad. (laughs) It's glad. They're happy that bans are going out. I don't think anybody's being like vindictive, like, yeah, get those streamers. But I'm like, no, if you break the rules, if you do these exploits, it's bad for the game. It's bad for the community. Don't do it. Now, listen. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. The day the day that everybody was doing that and I said the game hadn't launched yet. It was like it was it, was, it wasn't even the 22nd yet. It was the um what day was it when everybody was doing the chess thing? It was the 19th. Okay? The 19th everybody was doing it and I was like this is bad for the game this is bad for the directory you're gonna wring the game out like a rag and throw it over your shoulder like as content creators that's if you want the directory to last if you want to build community this isn't the way to do it you're, you're abusing the game right and and everybody everybody thought I was just being like negative and being a whiner and it's like no the, these types of things are not good for your game's longevity a game that is rooted around loot and everybody's taking shortcuts and, and and exploits to get the loot. It's it's not good. Now, I do fault Bioware. If Bioware had proper incentivization in place, I don't think as many people would have thought to say, Oh, let's start trying to find quick quicker routes to the loot. The loot's so dry that you're driving people to say, dude, I'm going to break the game just to get some freaking loot drops, right? Now, I'm not saying that people still wouldn't have figured it out and done it, but it might have taken a lot longer, and it might have already been fixed before it got widespread, because, like, people would have been just focused on playing the game and getting loot, right? I'm not excusing what people did, but it's like the, 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 the lack of generosity. I've not even been wanting to play the game because the drops are so scarce. If the people that are championing your game are either not playing it or abusing it because they just can't get drops, you got a problem on your hands. You gotta, you gotta incentivize proper engagement. And then obviously, as people start to find exploits, it's problematic. Like, think about it like this, right? If the loot generosity patch finally comes down the pike and they finally say, okay, we listened to you guys. We still don't think the drop rates are high enough. We fixed inscriptions first. Now we want to look at drop rates. If they increase drop rates and they allow people to, to cheese and exploit, you know, checkpoints and stuff, you're going to have a ridiculous drop rate. Imagine if they take the boss drop rates and they crank them and then people were to do this crap. It would be stupid. You'd be getting, you'd be getting so much loot. It'd be unbelievable. So... Uh, Joe Bowler, did anyone confirm if the screenshots of the Dez warning said streamers was from Discord was was real? Okay, here's the thing. The EA, I'm going to read to you. I'm going to put the ask banner up, back up. I'm going to read to you the actual, uh, the actual guidelines because it says, um... These actions, uh, EA may take these actions without a prior warning. So they do, they do say in the terms of service that they warn people, but sometimes the actions can be taken without prior warning. Now, sometimes this might be because they feel 
it's way too extreme, the turnover rate's too fast, or whatever the case may be, so they determine it can be done without warning. I happen to think if you're going to be that strong about it, not warning people isn't fair. I think you should warn people. I'm not saying, like, let people cheat for a while and then, like, hey, 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 can you stop? I mean, if you're going to permanently ban somebody, I think it's fair to say, hey, I know in other games these sorts of things might be allowed or not really a problem. We don't want you doing this. If you continue to do it, you'll be banned. I feel like warnings would have been, you know... Yeah, people are referring to the Discord comments. I know. I don't think it was photoshopped. I think that person was actually saying um, those comments were from a real uh, Anthem Discord server and are not photoshopped. Yeah, they're they're not photoshopped. That 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 comment is representative of the terms of service. The terms of service does say they'll warn you, but there's also instances where they won't warn you. So just because we saw that screenshot doesn't mean that every time you're going to get banned, you're going to get a warning. Sometimes it'll just come back, right? So, guys, if you're enjoying the content, I know a bunch of new people are coming in. This is like a hot topic on bands. I do this type of content all the time. Um, SNTR presents. Uh, present stands for Say No to Rage. That's where SNTR comes from. If you like this style of segmented, planned content where we pick a topic and do question and answer, please click the follow button. That is a free and easy way to support what I do. Um, it is a very, very easy way to support what I do. That way you can come back and enjoy these question and answer sessions. I do these in Destiny. I'll be doing them in Division 2, and I do them in Anthem. It's a fun way to cover the game and interact with you guys. Uh, it's like an interactive radio show. Uh, next question. The Shark. I find it weird that EA banned Glad, but didn't ban any streamer and the other people that were doing the exploit. This is 100% false. Uh, there was at least, I think, five people uh, that were doing this. Do, that they were doing the, uh, the exploit with the streamer house guys, and they all got banned as well. Now, it got reversed. Um, it got reversed because it got on the radar of somebody who could reverse it. Glads didn't get on anybody's radar because it was on the weekend, and he did... I mean, he put the video up, and the video got a bunch of views, and then he was like, oh, I'm in contact with the devs. So it, it's not like he had to wait. He didn't wait, like, two entire days to get a response. I think he was talking with, to people within a couple hours of it uh, of it happening. I don't know what time of day he was playing when it was discovered, but once he started tweeting and putting and then he put up the video within within a couple hours of that, he uh, he was uh, he was getting he was he was in contact with the devs. Glad said his team didn't get banned. I don't that's weird then because if because if that's the case then the people that were playing with streamer house did so it could be that it's not consistent it could be that I, I don't know that's weird that the people he was playing with didn't get banned if it's automated if it's not automated why would they target them and not talk to them I don't understand. It's possible Glad did something his team didn't do. There's just no way to know. There's no way to know. He deleted the VODs. I mean, I don't know. Was he? Did he play offline? And so if he played offline, maybe he did it longer, and so it triggered it, right? Maybe you have to do it so much before it triggers. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. And no, he did not delete the VODs to protect his friends from ban. He said he didn't want haters dissecting his VODs. So it's like, I, I, I understand kind of like not wanting people to come over the VODs and like turn it into a witch hunt, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't look good to delete all the VODs. I, again, 
we don't know until until bioware speaks definitively on like what you can be banned for and if they're never told why they were banned there's no way to know if he did something more than they did to trigger it maybe he did a couple of things and they only did the one thing i have no i have no idea i have no idea what triggered it we don't know at this point germo with the prime sub thank you uh black joker do you think it was more that they were kind of promoting the exploit by doing them on the stream than the fact of doing the exploit itself? Uh, it has definitely has caused problems in matchmaking. It's both. There's two lines in the terms of service that they broke. It's both. You're not supposed to do it and you're not supposed to promote it. So I don't know if they're going to come at him about his YouTube videos. If his YouTube videos contain the exploits, they may ask him to take those down. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, but they haven't asked him to take anything down up to this point. Uh, Rad Brad the first. What do you think is in the future for Anthem as far as javelins go? New javelins? I have no idea. I know they said they were open to the idea, but they haven't even hinted at what they would do with a new javelin. Kid Midnight. Bioware has confirmed through the bans that they find checkpoint farming a boss unacceptable. Do you think running a stronghold to the first chest then leaving is just as damaging to the game and player base? Should there be some penalty to leaving before an event is completed? Um, I think, I think in this scenario, the danger would be over legislating, like having a rule for everything. Now, now, now you can't, if you leave the stronghold, then you're going to get in trouble. Like brute forcing a checkpoint. They knew what they were doing. Okay. They were cheating and they know it. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They were open about it while doing it, that they knew it was wrong. They knew they shouldn't have been doing it. Like nobody, nobody's dis like delusional here as to what, what they were doing. Now, as far as going in and leaving, here's what I would say. I would strongly encourage Bioware to remember something that I've said this many times with respect to Bungie. There's two ways to control player behavior. There is restrictive and there's incentive. So you can be restrictive and say, "Uh uh-uh, you can't leave. If you leave, maybe we're going to, we'll take some of your loot away or we'll put you on a cool batchmaking cooldown or something, right? Or instead, I think the better pathway would be to incentivize people. Every chest gets more loot and the boss drops the most loot. Obviously, you got to protect or stop people from brute forcing the checkpoint because if the boss drops the most stuff, then people will just do that exploit. But I would say incentivizing behavior is better because then the player feels like they're choosing to do it instead of being forced to do it the psychological state of a player staying in a stronghold because they don't want to get in trouble is not the same as somebody saying I'm staying in this stronghold because it's more rewarding to do so and this is my choice as a player and I'm going to be rewarded accordingly so one is coming from a place of like enjoyment like I'm going to get more stuff I'm choosing to do this the other is like well I guess I have to suffer through this freaking stronghold because if I try to leave I'm going to get punished I'm going to get I'm going to get a finger wagged in my face I just I don't I don't think you want to turn it into like a game of Calvin Ball where like we feel like rules are just getting made up at every corner we turn around and it's like how on earth how on earth am I going to get you know get anything done there's a rule for everything um 
I'm a father with two kids. Sometimes I just have to leave the game. Right, exactly, exactly. Evil Reborn needing to leave because he's got kids doing something or he's a dad or he's got to go. He should feel like, oh, I wish I could have stayed in the game because I would have gotten more rewards. He shouldn't feel like, oh, great, I get punished because I have to leave, right? Now, if you leave like five strongholds in a row at the exact same point, then maybe they should put a cooldown on your matchmaking because you're hurting the player, the experience of other players. If there is a pattern of quitting, you're going in, getting the chest, leaving, going in, getting the chest, leaving, then maybe they should pop up and warn you and say, hey, we notice you keep leaving strongholds. If you do this too much, you may get, you know, you may get put on a cooldown for matchmaking. You're hurting the experience of other players. Because somebody still might say the same thing. They still might say, I don't need to go all the way to the boss. I still think it's faster to do first chest and leave, right? Well, uh, <laughs> that you you need to bop somebody on the nose every once in a while and say, hey, no, 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 no. You can't keep doing this. You keep quitting and you need to stop. Quitting once or twice a day isn't going to trigger it. You know what I'm saying? It would need to be a pattern excessive quitting right ionic dreams i solo on xbox i drop in the temple of scar and two things happen the game glitches at the second chest uh and you can't progress because everyone glitched to open the chest or it drops you at the boss not fun for me looking for a group everyone is looking to do the contract glitch why shouldn't these people be banned who's glad and why should i care that he cheats and ruins the game i'm having fun with um why should I care that he cheats? Your last question doesn't make any sense to me. You're saying, why shouldn't these people be banned? I think anybody doing that should be banned if they're doing it excessively and it's hurting, It's if it's hurting the, the, the player base experience, then there should be action taken against those people. At least warn them. You gotta cut this out. We see what you're doing. You're doing an exploit. Cut it out. Now, the danger right now, here's the real danger, okay? And this is why Nobody understood when I said this was bad for the game and bad for the game's longevity. Everybody thought I was just being a whiner. Okay, here's what's going to happen. People are going to get accustomed to that loot turnover rate. And then let's say you warn them all. Well, now they don't want to play. Because they're like, well, that was the only way to get to get rewards in a reasonable amount of time. I don't want to play now. It's going to be too slow. So what they need to do... What they need to do is they need to say, hey, we're, we're going to be warning everybody about exploits, but we're also going to be making it easier to get loot to drop so you don't feel the need to brute force checkpoints and to mistreat the game. It needs to be like a full court press because if not, you're basically going to discourage people from playing by feeling like you're taking their ball away. This is why I said if you ring the game out like a rag and you get loot at a breakneck turnover that you're not supposed to get, eventually they're going to patch it and then you're not going to want to play because you're going to be accustomed to a drop rate that was inordinate and too high. Right? That's that's precisely why it it was bad it was bad to begin with and it's bad for it to continue. Yes, Streamer House is live right now. They got unbanned. Glad will likely be unbanned today. A big whitey QT. With the fact that some streamers got banned because of what they have shown, granted, it is bad to broadcast what the issues are uh, and how to abuse them. I feel that a slap on the wrist would have been better instead of an upright permaban. Thoughts? Well, I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty damning to sit on your stream and say you know what you're doing is wrong. You know you shouldn't do it, and then you continue to do it anyway. Um, 
you know it makes no sense to me looting chests in a certain loop to boost your gear is called an exploit that's not what's being called an exploit name is toast there are people that are literally using bugs and glitches to exploit checkpoints and contracts they're not farming chests in the free play nobody was banned for farming chests in the free play so uh anna ray senpai why are there so many invisible ceilings in anthem's free play it makes exploration much less enjoyable and intuitive Games like Xenoblade uh, put it to shame where you can fly your mechs literally anywhere on a giant map. I feel like you are grossly misrepresenting the freedom of flight in Anthem because there's a there's a vapor ceiling that you can't you can't just infinitely fly up. Um, I I um I don't think I don't think that's true. I think the freedom of flight and traversal is is great in this game. Even the people that have been sharply critical of the game haven't taken issue with the vapor ceiling. You can't just infinitely fly up. I, I can fly anywhere I want. I think the traversal in the game is good. Um, somebody in chat is saying Ezekiel actually said outright they were right to punish him for doing what he did. He questioned if maybe there was another way, but he he actually got upset with them. Um, but he never got upset with them for taking action. Right, I mean, he said, we got what we got, we got what we deserve, we were doing something that we shouldn't have been doing, it's against terms of service, and we got bots. I happen to agree with him that it could have been handled a whole lot better. A simple warning would have would have done the trick, and then you would have had a bunch of streamers saying, hey, we got warned, um, you know, we got warned, we can't do this, and, you know, we, we have to, uh, we have to stop doing this, etc. Um... Uh, Zach Monster. There's supposed to be a major patch next week. Do you think the loot generosity patch, if there is one, can wait till then? No, it can't wait till then. Like, this week it needs to be a two-fold announcement. Guys, these are the things that we consider to be bannable. We're going to try to warn people more in the future so that it's not suddenly happening to you. Like, you just all of a sudden get surprised by a ban. But don't be don't be brute forcing checkpoints and doing things in a way to get bosses in chess at a rate that's unnatural and outside of the game's design. But we're also going to really make it easier for you to get loot when you're running these encounters now. You'll feel a heavy injection of reward, so you shouldn't feel the need to do these things and you can play the game more naturally as it's designed. I think that's that's the full court press. That needs to be the communication and the, and the change this week. If they can't do that this week, the dilemma is going to be that the headlines and the narrative will be, you know, Bioware speaks out about why people were getting banned and the player base is basically doing those things because the, the loot is so dry. It won't be a good headline. You, like, you need both. That Here's clarity on the bans. We're going to boost the drop rate so no one feels the need to do these things to begin with. Uh, we're, we're, we're acknowledging that the community is unhappy with the drop rates. So, I didn't play over the weekend because the lack of drops just really makes it hard to play. I just It's very difficult to just keep grinding Tyrant Mine over and over and over again for one to maybe sometimes two drops. Um... Eugene says, I have some hardcore looter shooter friends that are done with Anthem and already looking forward to Division. How many are in the same boat? Anthem will lose the opportunity. Yeah, they've got to act fast because there's other games coming out. Milo, do you know if these bands were automated or if they were banned as a team or as an individual? It seemed automated because, you know, the streamer house guys all got hit. So 
it seemed automated. Now, Ezekiel happened to think that they were using the names on the screen to do it. Again, I just don't know. It seems really, really strange to target people and to not have any communication with them, just to nail them with the ban. You know? I don't know. And there's no way to know. There's just they, They're not saying. Tony Moe. Do you think if there was a community communications manager put in place by EA Bioware, the situation could have been handled in a more delicate manner and it wouldn't have resulted in turmoil that is now? I mean, they have community managers and they're the ones that have been spearheading the talks with the people that got banned. But like, again, that's why I think it was automated. Uh, Polyphony with four months. Thank you so much. And Mad uh, Mad Matthias with two months. Thank you. I, I, I think that it was automated and that's why the community managers didn't have a chance to like speak to what the frick was going on because it just happened and then they're then they're, they're trying to put the jack back in the box armored 13 is your stance that it is okay for aspects of the game to be broken like being able to get under the map in Fortnite, but we as players are expected to ignore them and not exploit them okay I'm not saying it's okay for a game to have things in it that are broken okay but it's not necessarily fair to claim that brute forcing a checkpoint is broken. You are literally going outside of the normal player behavior and intentionally abusing a checkpoint system. That's not that's not a broken aspect. That's you breaking the game. Don't you see the difference? It's not it's not the same as when as when they were like doing the chest farm because it was like oh wow these chests are really really rewarding let's just do this and they were going into grandmaster 2 and 3 now you could say that's not intended to be the way you know it, it, that's not intended but at least they're using the actual game mechanics they're upping the difficulty they're flying around the public space and they're opening chests they're they're doing normal game behavior it is not normal to brute force a checkpoint that's not a broken thing that's them breaking it it's you know, it's it's abno- it's it's you it's you breaking the reward structure of the game, and it was it was called economy exploitation. So, so Titan skating should be a perma ban. No, again, you're putting words in my mouth. If you were going into now, listen again. Bungie is the worst example. Bungie does not do anything about exploits. Bungie rewards people with world's first trophies who do exploits while going after the world's first. I'm not throwing shade at Redeem. You guys know what I think about that situation. I thought that was incredibly lame that you're rewarding people with the world's first trophy who on stream said, I'm coil glitching. I want free ammo. I'm going to take advantage of an exploit. And then they give them a world's first trophy. Bungie's the worst example with, 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 with regards to this. They don't even permaban known DDoSers. They give them temp bans for frick's sake. Come on. Like, they're not the example. They're not the paragon of enforcing terms of service with, with respect to, like, exploits and glitches. Uh, Rinka. Why is exploiting a bug any different from capitalizing on a farm route that was broken? Both were not meant to be in the game. Incorrect. Incorrect. The chests were meant to be in the world. Okay. The chests were meant to be in the free play world and they were meant to have an increase of good stuff. The heart of the difficulty went up. They were too generous. So they went in and they tweaked it. They never came out and said that the chess and the free play were bugged. They said they were too generous. We've turned it down. 
right? That's the same as saying, this boss isn't generous enough, we're going to make him more generous. It's not a bug, it's a dial of generosity that's being turned. So if they suddenly decide to make a stronghold boss drop four masterworks, let's say they make that decision, they turn that reward dial up, no one's going to turn around and say, oh, I'm so glad they fixed the drop rate bug. No, because it's not a bug. It's a decision to tweak the, the the existing mechanic of reward to be greater or lesser. That's what they did. Brute forcing checkpoints is not the same as opening up chests in the free play when you discover that those chests are very rewarding. You're allowed to go into free play and you're allowed to open chests. You're cheat. You're cheating the system when you say, "Oh, I'm gonna brute force this checkpoint so I can kill the boss, and or so I can open the chest over and over and over and over again." It's dramatically different. It would be like, imagine it's the difference between like if you were doing that farming route in the free play, and somebody figured out that if they like if they open the chest and then they unplug their Ethernet and plug it back in, it does like a client resolution glitch, and then they could open the chest again, and they keep opening the chest over and over, and they just stand at one chest, and they keep opening it over and over again, that's the difference a farming route's not the same as, as, as making the game's mechanics break to give you more rewards uh wade tastic do you really believe masterworks change the way you play that you haven't already gone done throughout the course of the game i do believe that i don't know how you can watch me play with a voltaic coil and a a healing siege siege cannon and say that i'm i'm not playing vastly different than during the opening of the game the 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 colossus starts with two detonators and i never once used shock coil throughout the entire game so your contention is provably false. I can prove it to be false because I didn't use shock coil the entire time. I didn't like it. Voltaic coil is a much better version of it because it freezes people. You know what I mean? Uh, famous one. I am so confused at this point. There are people complaining uh, and people protecting the game with their lives. I just want to know if I can buy the game and not cry. I'm not sure what this is, is even a serious question. Uh, Chesco, do you think the permanent ban without any type of warning is an appropriate way to handle people who have spent hundreds of hours in a game? Seems unfair to me. I don't care how many hours you play in a game. If you break the rules, you break the rules. Now, a warning, as I've said many times, is the appropriate response if you're going to have such a strong enforcement, right? If it was a temporary ban of like a day, you don't need to warn that person. That is their warning. That's a temp ban. You're jumping all the way to permanent ban. Yes, I believe if you're going to go that far with the permanent ban, there should be an initial warning. I think that's just proper. That's just that's um that's just good biz. That's just good practice, right? That's good. That's just good um good business sense. I think to treat your players with that kind of a hey, knock it off. Here's your warning. You know. Can't see a situation those actions taken would have been completely automated. I haven't seen any reports of bans outside of the two examples on Twitch or Reddit or anywhere else. Well, it's possible... Streamer Streamer House is commenting in the chat for those of you that wonder what I just read. It's possible that the streamers did it in such a disproportionate amount that it triggered, it triggered the ban. The people... Think about it. Like, 
is streamers are in a unique position. You can do it for hours and hours and hours and hours. And, you know, little Johnny who's trying to do it might be doing it wrong. He might be messing it up. He can only do it for an hour or two. Like, when my friends and I would try and cheese Crota, we were so bad at cheesing Crota that I was like, why don't we just do this normal? We could probably have killed the idiot by now. Instead of, like, leaving and coming back and host swapping and all the other crap, let's just fight him normal, right? Um, so, I... I don't know if John Q Public is is doing it at such a degree that it's triggering. Also, we're assuming those people would go and run to Reddit and Twitter and say, I got banned too. You know? I think most people did the, the, the public, the free space ch- uh, chest thing, and nobody got banned for that. I don't think anybody, I don't even think the people that got banned got banned for that. I think the checkpoint, the brute forcing of the checkpoints... So that you basically... So somebody already asked a question. I saw it submitted. It's further down the line. What does he mean by brute forcing a checkpoint? You basically get a checkpoint, open the chest, and then you leave and reconnect, and it lets you get the chest again. You're basically... You're you're mistreating the checkpoint. Some people were doing it for the boss farm too. They would kill the boss and get the loot and then disconnect. And then one person would be in there basically dead and they would all reconnect on that guy. And when they reconnect on that guy, they get to fight the boss again. So it's a couple of different ways of doing it and people did it so many times that it triggered a ban. Again, I don't know if John Q. Public is going to be super effective at doing that maybe that maybe it hadn't spread that much because i've had people in my chat saying i keep getting match made with people that are trying to do it well they're trying to do it It doesn't mean they're successfully pulling it off sometimes you have to actually get good at the at the (laughs) at the exploit in order to pull it off um it could be anybody in twitch chat though how can you confirm it was a game dev that came into your chat um I don't know. I'm not saying that the warning in chat was was a legitimate warning and that, oh, he should have known better. But, I mean, we don't even need the warning in chat. There were multiple declarations on stream of, I shouldn't be doing this, this is wrong. And that's pretty much all you need. Um, streamer House says, I would think there would at least be a single example of someone not being a streamer and not playing with the streamer on public record. I would love for there to be an automated system, though. Well, I will say this. I saw two tweets the day that the day that the news hit that Glad was banned. I saw two tweets when I looked up Anthem banned on Twitter to see if anybody was talking about it. I saw two tweets from non-streamers. They had like the little egg symbol for their avatar, you know, five followers that, you know, just normal personal Twitter accounts saying, after you guys pushed out the patch, I got banned. Right? And so I saw at least two or three people tweeting that they did get banned after the patch went out. Now, I don't know if with the patch kit, that's when they did the sweep or something, or if it was just a glitch on their screen and they tweeted and never came back to correct the record. But I did see a couple of people on Twitter saying that. Not a ton, but at least two or three. I disagree with you. It's the game's fault. I'm not using any hacks. Not my problem to fix your game. Why am I getting banned for being smart? It's, it is your fault. If you are brute forcing a checkpoint, that's not the game's fault. That's you breaking the game. There's an enormous difference between a, a glitch in a game 
causing a problem and you bringing about the circumstances of causing the glitch glitching under the map in Fortnite, people that chose to do that chose to do something that was damaging to the player experience they were they were breaking the game for an advantage if you're breaking the game for an advantage you're doing something that's damaging to the integrity of the game as well as the experience of other players uh germo what are your thoughts on bioware adding bows i feel anthem's world would be better fit for bows than even destiny uh you can even make certain arrows primer detonator as well that might be fun for the interceptor i don't know about the other classes i immediately am kind of like eh but i play as colossus so uh joe bowler I think what a lot of people have problems with in Glad's situation is how he dealt with it. He pushed this, I'm a content creator, I give you free advertising mentality, and that came out very smug to a lot of people. I, uh, I don't think he did himself any favors by taking that attitude. I'm not out to get Glad, but I've been in this business for a long time, and I don't think, I don't think you're doing yourself any favors when you act like you're above the rules or you deserve special treatment because you've been promoting the game um i even said to people the one day i said i think a lot of times streamers overestimate their influence and kind of betray their own ego because i've interacted with streamers before who think they influence all these people to buy the games and who who look at me and i'm like i don't think that many people are buying buying anthem they're not buying anthem in droves because you're sitting there playing it, right? Here's the thing. Let's say I've been I have been consistently at the top of this directory. I've been up here with the likes of Tally and Co Carnage. That's felt pretty good. I felt pretty good about that. I've worked really hard and that's that's that that, that makes me feel a sense of pride in how my channel's doing. But I'm not under the delusion of thinking that I'm influencing enough people to buy the game that I'm not touchable or something. Like I even if I could convince a couple hundred people to buy the game, if I convince a couple hundred people to buy the game, that's a drop in the bucket in the realm of trying to sell millions of copies. My influence is teeny tiny. Even even as good as it's been, my influence is teeny tiny, and so is everybody else's. Unless you're the likes of Co Carnage or Lyric and you really pull huge numbers, even then, I wouldn't even think those guys are influencing sales enough to warrant like kid gloves or special treatment now again streamers have influence streamers have youtube channels streamers can put up youtube videos that get tons of views that put out basically like misinformation or half of the story and then it sets a bad narrative that that's more of a precedent for bioware and ea to warn and have conversations with content creators because if not they have the power to set a very negative and bad tone just by just by putting up a video you know no one's trying to like create a lie right no one's trying to create a lie in a a fabricated story but it's like it's very easy for misinformation to set a bad narrative and then everybody was weighing in on twitter and they were all weighing in on that version of the story oh this streamer got banned for farming chests what a joke that's not what what happened but that's the narrative that got set so there if there's a precedent for interacting with streamers it's that you don't want them de facto setting up a false or or misinformed narrative you know you want to have that a we we don't want you doing that warning system in place 
because if not that's what happens you don't do it like oh sorry you play our game and you're gonna get people to buy we're sorry oh great streamer we bow to you that's not gonna happen uh Hulahan, are you worried about Anthem's future with no paid DLC and limited paid micros here's here's the thing I haven't been saying okay here's the thing I have not been saying I have been consistently saying they need to increase the drop rates it's not rewarding enough you're gonna lose players masterworks are a doorway into fun builds not enough of the player base is getting through that doorway they're not getting hooked right that that's 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 a problem for your game's longevity it has an even bigger problem with respect to micros and here's why back when people were super worried about the microtransactions and i told people i said the reason i have confidence they're not going to be scummy and aggressive with the microtransactions is because the microtransactions will only succeed if there's an addicted player base. An addicted hobbyist player base will not put up with that crap, and then they won't buy it. So it's a delicate balance. It's symbiotic. It has to work alongside and in conjunction with an addicted player base. What do we have now is what's likely to be a hemorrhaging player base, which then has very, very bad and, and depreciating returns on anybody spending micros in the next month or two. So as they roll out more things or more cosmetics or really start to incentivize people to buy the cool, cool, flashy stuff, you're going to have less people playing. Less people playing means less people buying. Less people buying means less revenue. Less revenue means less less margins to come in and cover all that future content. That's why they have absolutely got to act very fast with respect to generosity or they will not have a player base to buy micros. It ain't going you, you just you're not going to have it. It's going to dry up really, really quickly. That's why I was never concerned about them being aggressive with micros. I didn't think we were going to have this problem. I didn't. I didn't think we were going to have this problem. I thought we were going to have the opposite problem. I thought it was going to get niche min-maxing, and people weren't going to like that, and they were going to reject that. People want that. They want to min-max. They want to craft their builds. They want you to give them the loot. I did not think. Of all the problems I thought we might have with Anthem, I didn't think, an, I didn't think a, a scarcity of drops would be the problem that we have, we were going to have. Uh, Shooter Man. If you don't have the general design document of the game, how are you supposed to know if you've encountered a bug or not? Obviously, there would be a more subtle bug, uh, double loot drops. Right, right. There's a more subtle bug of me running through the loot drops at the end of a, uh, at the end of a, uh, at the end of a stronghold, right? Oh, well, Lono, that's, that's an exploit. That's a bug. Okay, well, loot dropping and being picked up is a natural thing that you do in the game obviously I'm doing it because I know I can get the drop to count twice but like you're saying how am I supposed to know I think some things are crystal clear when you're when you're brute forcing a checkpoint when you're leaving when you're causing yourself to disconnect you're manipulating either your own network connectivity you're manipulating the actual flow of the game in order to get extra drops like leaving and coming back so you're literally getting to infinitely get a chest that's clear as day right what's not clear as day is like the people that just want to hey me and my buddies we're not affecting matchmaking we have our own team and we think it's faster to open the first chest and leave that's our choice, that's our group, that's what we want to do. Well, as I said earlier, I don't think they want to legislate to that. I think we're going to get too... We're, it's going to feel like 
we're constantly having a hall monitor wagging a finger in our face incentivize people to not do things that are outside of the flow of the game if you want people to play the full stronghold and not quit after one chest give them a reason to if you want people to go into heart of rage which measurably takes a significant amount of more time you have to incentivize them to do that or they won't so this gets at the heart of an incentive problem as well as an, a rule enforcement problem. I think you have to have clear and present things of like, you're, you can't do this. You can't force a bug or a glitch. But you also can't then all, go beyond that and say, now, 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 don't you dare quit. You better stay in this stronghold. You better not leave. You know, I am Melee. Thank you for the Prime sub. Incentivize them to stay in. You, it's got to be. It's got to be twofold. You got to make it clear to people. Look, fellas, you can't do this thing here where you get to open a chest forever. You can't do this thing here where you glitch through the map and you get to just continue to open up a chest over and over and over again without you know actually interacting with the content. You can't do that, fellas. Okay, we can have that conversation, but let's have another conversation about like, well, we really don't want people leaving strongholds after getting one chest. We want the game to flow. We want the game to be played. So we're going to incentivize you to stay in there, right? There's there's a twofold response that needs to happen here. Uh, Draco's Cardia, thank you for the Prime sub. Uh, Wordy. One thing that really kind of frustrates me is this complete disregard of the integrity of the game. It hurts to see people mindlessly active as abusing the game to the point of breaking it is somehow okay. Do you think this is an issue with the medium or an issue with culture? Movie enthusiasts don't make a super cut of continuity errors, call it the worst film, and then activists if it's the, the film's fault for having them. Well, right, and... This is why Travis Day said, the guy from the Diablo Loot 2.0 system, he said on Reddit, you have to protect gamers from themselves. You have to protect gamers from themselves because it is in our nature to take the path of least resistance. It's what you will do. It's a survival instinct that touches down on the way you play a video game. It's, it's true. You will take the path of least resistance. It's woven into you. It feels safer. It's faster. It's more efficient. It yields you. It yields you more return on your investment. It just makes sense. So, you, th- Travis Day's point was, um, you Travis Day's point was that you have people now running one piece of content over and over again, so their their burnout ratio is happening faster. So. 100% clickbait title should read one admitted cheater self-reported being banned unconfirmed. Uh, first of all, you're full of crap and don't know what you're talking about. Multiple people have been banned. I've interviewed all the people that have been banned and I've actually talked to Bioware about it. So shut your freaking face. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, next question. Hulahan. Lona, are you worried about Anthem's future with no PIA DLC? I already answered this. You submitted it twice. Uh, fuzz bounce. Uh, why do you think game changers get such a bad rap? I would think they and you have been more have more reason to be truthful, not only because they have the legal they have a legal obligation, but are more likely to have vested interest in a game being good long term so they can make content on it. Well, I mean I people I was amazed at how many people did not know there's actual like legal percussions. The the FTC can step in and find you if you're paid to make content and you don't disclose that to the audience. The FTC stepped in when Machinima did that, okay? If I made a video that I was paid to make, I was, like, let's say, 
let's say a game company comes to me and pays me a thousand dollars make a video about our game okay cool i make the video it's great it's fun i'm loving it. it's awesome you guys should buy it the pre-order links in the bottom and people are like is this a sponsored video where you paid were you paid to do this and i just ignore them i never answer their comments or their questions i get fined for doing that you like we have to be honest about that if that's happening. I haven't been paid a dime to make any of my content at all. I've not received a single red cent from EA for making content. I had airline tickets and a hotel stay paid for. That's it. And 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 uh, and there was like a stipend for your Uber because you had to you know they weren't gonna they weren't gonna tr- like fly like drive you around the city. You had to pay your own. You had to you had to pay your own money. To, to travel around, and so they gave you uh, a stipend for that. So they covered your cost, your your travel expenses. Okay, I was not paid to make any content. Now they get a bad rap because EA doesn't have a good history in the gaming world. EA's gaming history is one of lots of criticism. People have criticized them for all sorts of different things that they have done. So if you attach if you attach yourself to them in any way, you're basically uh, like. Um, your guilt, it's just guilt by association. I also think that the internet, right? The internet is full of mindless internet drones who just go along with the mob because they feel strong when they do that. It's addicting. I think people are becoming addicted to it because it's so empowering to be in a mob and to downvote a video and to rip somebody a new one and to campaign against people and to, like, this is... This is really this is really a cultural thing. As much as it is a gaming thing, it's a cultural thing. It's what people do these days. They call for people to be banned, lose their jobs, get blacklisted because they said something you didn't like or whatever and people just jump in with the mob. It's it's addicting because it is it is so empowering. Like you have so much more it's an illusion of strength and power. You don't actually have strength and power. You're actually very weak because you're throwing in with a mindless mob. You you lack original thought. You're not your own person. You're just a drone. You're just going along with the crowd. It's an illusion of power. It's a, it's like it's like a drug that's lying to your brain is what it is. You're 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 throwing in with with mobs and, and throwing in with hate and then they just shuffle on to the next thing so like my anthem videos aren't getting near the amount of hate now because the the, the mob has moved on they're going to move on to the next thing to rip a new one they're not making new and extra alt accounts to come in here in the chat and stuff they've just kind of move and shuffle to the next thing they've done this in the four years i've been in this industry they're just it's it's what they do they just shuffle to the next thing so I, I would not want to be a, I would not want to be making games right now. I wouldn't. It's too easy for 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 YouTubers and streamers to to incite incite outrage and Anthem was kind of cooked before it even came out. Like I don't even think people I think people would have been more forgiving of this game if it wouldn't have had all the bad press leading up to it. But the bad press leading up to it just set it up to just absolutely get obliterated. I mean, I'm not saying that the glitches and bugs wouldn't have caused criticism, worthy criticism by the way, it deserves to be criticized for its glitches and its bugs. You cannot excuse and defend
defend a game that crashes, right? Bugs and stuff here and there when you're in weird mission quest flows, when sometimes that kind of stuff happens, I'm a little bit more forgiving of that. I'm like, ah, oh, that happens from time to time. It's online. The servers can kind of, you know, act up. But literal just crashes and people's PlayStation's getting locked up and stuff, there's no excuse for that at all. You can't defend that. That's basically a barrier between them and just playing the freaking game. I that's that's not something I would ever excuse but I think the reviews would basically be saying more positive that would be the main negatives if the game wouldn't have gotten just brutalized before it ever got out of the starting gates um <clears throat> ballist uh, bal- bal- ballistic says anthem loot is a problem I run max luck have over 100 hours and no legendaries and can run free play for hours and not even get a masterwork I'm famous for having terrible RNG luck but the total lack of loot feels unrewarding do you think they should go the Diablo 3 route yes yes I have multiple videos about this people that say I'm a shill and an apologist and a liar and I'm just a sellout haven't watched my content uh, because I have got multiple videos up now where I basically say they've made the wrong choice uh, with respect to only focusing on inscriptions. They need to raise the loot. There's no incentive to play. There's no incentive to play Grandmaster 2 and 3. There's no incentive to play Heart of Rage. There's a giant incentive problem as well as a generosity problem in the game. And I've been saying that a lot. I do play K-Dog. Typically right here, I'll have my gameplay and I'll have my controller in hand. I really wanted to be focused on this particular subject that I spoke very clearly. I didn't want to misspeak or say anything incorrect or inaccurate. I I interviewed the people involved, gathered as much information as I could, um, and I I didn't want to misspeak. It's really difficult sometimes to play and speak with that kind of clarity. Most of my Q&A sessions, though, I do play while answering the questions. And typically, I'm full screen when I play the game. This is a segment that I do with the community. If you guys enjoy this type of interactive radio, uh, I do this in Destiny. I do it in Anthem. I'm going to be doing it in Division 2. I pick a topic. I talk about it. Then I take your questions. This hits podcasts and YouTube uh, outlets as well if you want to listen to these later. If you're here right now and you're enjoying this, please click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support what I do. Uh, I stream every single day, and I don't I don't do sub goals and subathons. I just ask you to click the follow button. That's the little heart button. Um, my goal as a streamer is to give you a hub of content. If you're going to show up to my stream, you're not just going to watch me stream a game and acknowledge chat infrequently. I'm going to give you that interactivity. I weave you into the content. You're a part of it. Uh, that way, a lot of people have turned me into their radio show for the day. So Monday through Friday, it's a pretty long show. Thank you for being here. I appreciate the lot. The, the, the crazy support lately has been really fun. It's been, it's exciting to create content with you guys, uh, both for you and with you. Uh, DJ uh, Vassy uh, says, Hey Lono, if I get the first two chests from the Temple of Star Stronghold and then leave, can I get banned? I don't know. I don't know. I would encourage you to maybe not do that for now just to take just to protect yourself. Easy E609 with a prime sub. Thank you. I would not do it for now. Now they may come out and say that that kind of thing is okay because as long as you're with the group, I don't know if they're going to get that specific though. In my mind, if you're playing with a group and it's you and your three buddies, so there's four of you, and you get chests and leave, and you're 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 playing through the stronghold, getting the chest and leaving. You're not brute forcing the checkpoints. So you can just keep opening the chest because that's that's completely different. 
I mean, sure, you're not playing as as it's intended, but you're using the in-game mechanics to join, kill, loot, and then leave. And then you do it all over again. So, but they're going to need to speak to that. I would just probably say I wouldn't do that right now because you might get snagged. That might say excessive quitting or something. I don't know. If you're doing that in matchmaking, then yeah, you need to freaking quit because that's terrible for th- the, the people that you're playing with. Um, Awkward Panda. Oh, and as I said a little bit earlier, they need to incentivize you to stay in there. They don't just need to punish you. They need to incentivize you to not do it by putting you know, better and more loot further on. Awkward Panda says, so how do you think Anthem will turn out with so many complaints they have? I actually think Anthem is going to be in a year. And I know people are like, I'm so sick of games doing this. Why are you defending a game? I'm just making a prediction. I'm not defending what happened. I'm just telling you how it is. I think in a year, this game will be the likes of Taken King, Forsaken, Division 1.8. I think in a year, you're going to see a big, big... Oh, wow, Anthem is so... This is the Anthem that we won't, you know, that everybody was hoping for. I think that's what's going to happen. Now, that's contingent upon the funding and the support continuing. Like, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what sort of success rate they need for that to happen. But I think this game has a wonderful foundation and really good elasticity. But they got to get rid of the bugs and they got to figure out the generosity problem. Uh... Eva, Eva Blaz, loving Anthem, but I have a major issue with trying to raise my health and armor. I have to sacrifice a lot of my damage as a storm just to get above six bars. I know my build is good, but I don't see a solution. Uh, Dat Rando, thank you for four months. I would have to look at your build to be able to give you advice on how to do this. I had a storm and I had all masterwork components and I had some really cool abilities and I didn't feel what you're talking about. So maybe you just don't have enough, um... Maybe your components are universal. Masterwork components do a whole lot more for your shield and your health. I know there's epic level um, components you can get that uh, do a lot with their inscriptions. But out of the box, you don't need a good inscription. Out of the box, a masterwork component will give you a ton of health and shields. So maybe you just don't have enough of those or something. I never felt like I was sacrificing damage for health. I, I feel like you're creating a false... A false tension. I don't think that's there. The Brock Kelly. How substantial to give uh, does the content overall? But more specifically, the Cataclysms, which if I recall correctly, are the only unknown piece of content coming. How big will they have to be to sustain the game? Or do you think the game is already sustaining itself? I think the pieces are there, but there's not enough in them. Right? I Like... For example, Grandmaster 2 and 3, there's no incentive, and there's no incentive for Heart of Rage, and unless, if you, if you speedrun Temple of Scar, it's faster than, than Tyrant Mind, but like, if you're just matchmaking, Tyrant Mind's really fast. So two out of the three strongholds, there's no reason to run them, unless, of course, you're speedrunning with your buddies through, through Temple of Scar, but I think the player base at large just sees Tyrant Mind as like the only thing worth their, worth their time at Grandmaster 1. That's a ton. That's a ton of content that is not getting touched. That's a spiral staircase that's not going up. Like, nobody's going up into the harder difficulties. So, I I think if they establish incentive to go into Grand Ma- GM2 and GM3 as well as all the strongholds, 
I think the game will be in a great out of the box state. Like out of the box, if you buy if you buy Anthem, they've made all these great changes. There's all this, you know, there's all this stuff for you to do. And then they just keep adding containers, cataclysms, new strongholds, you know, letting us replay the missions on on a legendary setting if that has a good drop rate for the, you know, GM uh, you know, 2 and 3. I think I think that they they could be in a great place. It's just they've got a lot of things they need to iron out right now, you know. As a game dev for ten years, I agree with you one hundred percent. You need to motivate players to push, and you need to reward players for pushing. I do, however, think Bioware has done a great job responding to the community. Right, like obviously, I keep giving a laundry list of things they need to change. The reason I'm doing that is because they're changing stuff. They're listening to us, right? That's that's a feather in their cap. I've never. There's two things I, I I like saying this, but I don't like saying this. This is the first time I've ever seen a AAA game launch so in such bad shape with respect to glitches and bugs. But this is also the first time I've ever seen a game launch like this where the response time from the developers is unbelievably fast and accurate. Like they've been very, very quick and good at capturing changes and things we want to see. So Anthony Griggs. Uh, why is EA banning streamers? Is it because people were exploiting how they farm masterworks at the chest? Because I thought games like this, uh, they want to see people figure out stuff like figure stuff out like Bungie. Well, no, that's people were causing a glitch to happen, and that's what they took issue with. This isn't people finding a good farming route. They were brute forcing a glitch. FWC Guardian. Will PS4 Anthem still be having a hard crash issues that can literally damage hardware? Should players exploiting really be the main thing Bioware is talking about? I understand it's an issue, but the community manager should be warning PS4 players, in my opinion. I think we're going to need to figure out who the actual cause of that problem is. I mean, I, there, I, I'm not going to jump to conclusions here, but I mean, that if, if, if there's a widespread issue that's happening on the PlayStation and people are actually having their hardware damaged, you got a real big freaking problem on your hand. We're not talking about we're not talking about people that are unhappy or don't like your game. You're talking about damaging people's equipment. Um I I just don't know. I that's 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 a pretty severe problem. I don't I don't know what exactly is going to have to happen there. I mean, there might even they might even have to work with Sony and have people submit reports and send them in and if they determine that that, that it did happen then that person's playstation is going to have to be paid for like that's crazy that's just nuts if it's true i don't know if it's true but i've been hearing it a lot and so hopefully it's not true hopefully something else is going on and this game was just like the the tipping point schwibbins with 18 months thank you Gary Lifo, being realistic, can Bioware make the changes in content additions needed to implement a Division 1.8 type recovery? I believe that they can, but they gotta act fast or they're gonna lose their player base. They're already losing people. Right now, the number one thing they could do to recapture the player base and keep us, like, happy for a while would be to crank up generosity, and then after you do that, figure out GM 2 and 3 and why I'm gonna go into strongholds like Heart of Rage. Like, they need to figure that out. But they gotta turn up generosity like now jungle cub i'm late to the party here uh what uh what were your summed up thoughts on the bands and if they're justified it's not up to me whether or not they're justified i described what happened i said the problem was a lack of clarity and a lack of warning um 
I don't think the best response was to make a video saying, I told a bunch of people about your game. I don't think deleting VODs was a smart play either. I don't think Glad should have done that. I think he should have just left them up, owned what he did, and said, I'm trying to find out what I did wrong. I, I think that would have been just the best approach. If I was like if I was like his manager or something, that's what I would have told him to do, right? Leave the VODs up. Tell everybody what you did and say you're going to try to figure out what you did that was bannable and you're pursu- you know you're pursuing that with the uh, the developers. That that I would have I would that's what I've told anybody in that situation to do because it just doesn't it's not a good look. Like if I was a sponsor or a company that likes working with content creators you never want to as a content creator you don't want to look like you're petty you don't want to like you're like going after a company or trying to raise a stink like you don't want to do that like you want to look like a very approachable and 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 brand safe brand right you don't look brand safe when you're doing things like that now you're allowed to do that it's your platform you say whatever the frick you want right you say whatever you want to say but you have to understand there's repercussions there's a public there's a public reception and, pers- and, and and interpretation of what you're saying and doing and look everybody learns the hard way everybody learns the hard way I said and did things in the early years in my career that people took the wrong way people thought I was being arrogant people thought I had an ego like and they were completely misreading what I was saying but I learned a long time ago I'm always, I take a long time. People were asking me on Twitter to, to weigh in on it, and I wouldn't do it. I didn't reply to anybody. I am not, I was I was like, I am not weighing in on this. I bit my tongue when I saw Lupo throw his hat in the ring, because I was just like, that's not what happened, Lupo. Like, you're you're falling down the rabbit hole. This is not what happened, and you're, you know, you're you know, you're 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 throwing in, you're throwing in with a with a false narrative, and you don't even know it. But I just held my tongue. I just stayed out of it. I was like, I'm gonna gather all the information so that when I talk about it, everything I say is accurate and not like some some half baked story, right? Uh, Schwibbins with 18 months and Rama Fade with the Prime sub. Thank you, Super J Man. Of course, banning for exploiting is necessary, especially if the exploit is streamed. But do you think the punishment is reasonable or just a band aid until the devs can fix the exploit? It's not a band aid. It was an. It seems like an, an accident, honestly. It seems like an accident. I, I don't know. I feel like if they knew it was going to happen, they would have warned the streamers, and then they would have been like, "If you do it again, we're we're going to have to take action." But, you know, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing it, and you can't be doing it on stream. It's a double whammy. Like you're not supposed to be doing these things. I think I think they would have warned them, but I just don't think they. It it just seems like. The game is kind of in damage control. They're trying to fix things, patch things. They're trying to make sure everybody's having a good time. They're trying to receive tickets and reports and problems and everything else. And 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 given that reality, I think this stuff this just slipped right past the radar. You know, banned for free play? No, nobody was banned for free play. They were they were forcing a glitch to happen so they could farm a chest in strongholds. They were brute forcing an exploit. It was not the free play thing. Again, you're part of the misinformation brigade like everybody's running with a bad false story about it did I interview glad yeah I asked him a bunch of questions he answered all of them 
I mean, he he didn't he didn't hold back. He was like, "This is what happened. This is how it went down." Streamer House did the same thing. Streamer House had no problem answering my questions and and saying, "This is what happened," and blah 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 blah. I was like, "I'm gonna treat this like a news story. Like I cover gaming news on my channel, and I want all the information. I want to know what happened. You don't have to answer me. You don't, but I'm gonna talk about it. So you probably want to give me all the information you can, so that I can't. I don't have to say like so and so refused to comment. They were they were totally transparent and honest about what's going on." And, you know, and I asked him, I said, well, you know, I want to be able to give context for why VODs were deleted. And he's like, I don't want haters dissecting my videos. And I was like, okay, that's, that's your reasoning. That's fine. You know, it's your channel. Do whatever you want. If you didn't want people doing that, you know, I know how that feels. I know how, when you're getting attacked by people, how it kind of makes you want to like get, get protective and defensive of yourself. So I can understand that, that feeling of being threatened, you know? We've all been there. Uh, unheard, unheard AZM. Do you know if anyone was banned that wasn't a streamer? If not, this turns into more of a witch hunt and looks even worse for Bioware. Yeah, there were people that were banned that weren't streamers because they were just doing it and they were playing with the streamers that were. Now, we don't know. It remains to be seen if they were banned because of their usernames being on the screen and they just got the usernames there. But again, like I said, I saw some people on Twitter saying, hey, after your recent patch, it says I'm banned. So, Keith. Do you know how many were banned? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. I, we don't know. And again, as I said earlier, I don't know if John Q Public can do it to the degree that the streamers were doing it. We're talking about people that were doing it for 12 hours straight. And I think it triggered because it was so excessive. So if somebody's like, oh, I, I, I barely did it. I did it once or twice and I got banned. I don't understand. I think people were doing it way like all like a lot. You know, uh, the mountain King, uh, I'm not sure if you can answer this, but what are the exploits that have been used? Like I just kind of explained it. It was a, just a checkpoint brute force. You go into it, you go into an area, uh, you get the checkpoint and then you do something so that you can keep going back in at that checkpoint. That's all. So. Uh, Hulahan, are you worried Anthem's future? Dude, you literally submitted that question three times. Come on, bro. If Nightbot responds to you and says, thank you for your question, do your best to actually pay attention in chat. Like, I'm not that angry, but it's pretty straightforward and simple. Nightbot says, thank you so-and-so for your question. There's no need to submit it that many times. Just look in the chat after you submit your question to get your little confirmation from Nightbot, and then please don't submit it again. Um... Sorry, I asked a long time ago. No, no, you're fine, Mountain Kim. I'm talking about the Hulahan guy. He's literally submitted the same copy pasta question like three times. I'm not talking to you, Mountain King. Uh, Shane Bags. How do you define false narrative if, uh, if Bioware hasn't identified the bans other than to say economy exploit? Well, listen. <laughs> if you get banned for an economy exploit and you float out the idea that it was for farming chests in free play... Like I said, Bioware should have had specifics in the email, but you also shouldn't go to the streets to, like, try to, like, I think it probably was because of this or maybe this or maybe that. All you're doing is is putting out more, you're just putting out misinformation. Like, you can't be mad at the lack of information and then feel justified in spreading, like, misinformation or, or say things through omission or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not, like, I don't think you're justified to do that. They said economy exploitation. That's what they said. 
investigating into what happened would have been the best course. Not go out and say things that were basically ended up, you know, misleading a lot of people. You're not allowed to passively mislead people just because you didn't get specifics on the ban. Like, again, I don't think it was sinister. I don't think it was sinister. I don't think that's what was trying to happen, but that's what happened. So, Anthem has an economy. Yeah, it's a currency. Anytime there's materials in a game, that's considered a currency. Even the loot itself is a form of currency because you can break it down. Um, it's Listen, the word economy doesn't have to, to apply specifically to an actual like money in the game. The economy of the loot. There's a loot economy. Like that's a generic word that can be used in a lot of different ways. Uh, Relectus isn't Glad known for finding and showing exploits like him showing and explaining the blade barrage glitch. Okay, he's known for that, sure. Uh, and companies are known for enforcing terms of service with respect to exploits and glitches. Like, listen, homies like him have a fun little playground in Destiny because Bungie doesn't do anything. That doesn't mean every other company is going to behave the same way, especially when promoting the glitch and the bug and doing it all day long creates a problem of widespread people doing it and it hurts the player experience right I wasn't defending him no I'm not saying you're defending him I'm just saying that's what he's known for sure but if you're listen if you're going to do that you got to know what the company's policies are you know you got to know uh ballistic riot I'm struggling to continue because I already have over 100 hours, run max luck, I uh, don't have a single legendary, I rarely got masterworks other than the ones that are guaranteed. I mean, the generosity is a problem, you and me both, man. I didn't play over the weekend because of it, so. The Brock Kelly, do you think them rolling out bans right now is posturing so that they have the freedom to increase loot drops in the future? It's possible that it's related, because they want to, like, stop people from doing it, because as I said, if they bu- if they buff the drop rates and people do this checkpoint glitch, it's going to be ridiculous. Like, it's a double, it's a double, it's a double boost. Uh, MB Carnage, did you ever do the Imago Loop Farm in D1 or Pistol Pete Elevator uh, Crush on Borderlands? Playing a game for loot is the most fun you can have, and I don't think you should be banned for that. It should be fixed if the game doesn't want this to happen. Again, I think these are false equivalencies. I did the Imago Loop farm, and it was a skeleton key farm. I had to go get skeleton keys, and then I had to go into the, 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 the one mission and open the chest. That, there's nothing in there that is exploitative. Crushing Pistol Pete with the elevator... Um, I don't think I ever did that, but here's the thing. Um, the old Imago farm was killing the boss and then dying. Oh, that's right. I remember watching Triple do that with like trip mines or something. He would throw trip mines in the path of the boss and then kill himself. And then the boss would run over the trip mines and die. That's right. It was in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Whenever, whenever people would do that or they would farm Omnigol, sure, it's an exploit. It's sure it's not playing the game in the intended way, but that doesn't that's not hurting the player experience of other players. So I do think sometimes there's a categorical difference between you going in in your own, on your own and you go in and you're gonna farm Omnigol over and over and over and over again, or you go in on your own and you you know you farm that you farm that uh, that Amago loop that way. Okay. Now. That's, I think, less likely to hurt matchmaking because those were environments that there wasn't matchmaking. The difference is with 
Anthem, every instance is match-made, so it spreads like wildfire and it's damaging to the player experience. Players are not able to do the things, the missions, the strongholds, the whatever, because that's all everybody's doing. It's, it's, it's damaging to both the integrity of the game and the player experience. Now, in Destiny, if players were going into match-made environments to try to do the Imago loot farm or the Omnigol thing, well, it wouldn't have worked because people would have just pushed forward and not been willing to kill themselves, and it wouldn't have worked. But people are trying to do it in the match-made environments in Anthem, and that's where the damage is being done. Uh, so, and again, Bungie's different. Bungie literally hands a trophy to a team for a world's first run where they admitted on stream that they were doing a glitch to get free ammo. Bungie's attitude is different. Every company's different. Bungie's not the best example for how companies respond to exploits because they kind of don't respond and they temporarily ban people who are known DDoSers instead of perma-banning them. Will says, what's wrong about finding loot efficiently in a looter shooter? That's not efficiently. You're breaking the game to get to get loot to drop in a disproportionate amount. It's, it's not efficient. Efficiency is saying... Let's run this as fast as we possibly can. We're going to get drops all along the way. That's efficient farming. Efficient farming is not, well, if you die and we leave and we come back in, we can trick the game into letting us get the, the, the chest again. That's not efficient farming. That's, that's you like glitching the game for, an extra, for extra stuff. Uh, another Dan says, I think bans can be appropriate for exploitation, but is permanent the way to go or would have been better temporary? I think if you're not going to warn people, you do it for like a day. You give them a one day ban, and then if they do it again, you up the ante. I think jumping rate to permanent just seems weird. It just seems weird to jump right to permanent, you know? It just seemed really like way out of left field, and it just gives people cause to be like, what the frick? Why would you do? Like, it just makes it, makes it look worse. Uh, Silver Fang, do you think all this attention with the banning issues is because people hate EA? Ah, no, I think the banning is because people did stuff they're not supposed to. Um, uh, Romanian uh, Czar says, in your opinion, when will the loot system be fixed? Cosmetics? Uh, where are all the cosmetics to keep us engaged? They said there's a feature coming that has the cosmetics in it. That's probably the thing on the 12th. Um, so that's probably the 12th as far as when will the loot system be fixed I mean if if I was in charge I would be doing everything I could to do a generosity patch this week and then um, next week what's next week is next week the 12th yeah and then next week with the 12th I would have that patch addressing GM 2 and 3 in the strongholds um so that's what that's what I would that's what I would do. Right now I would address generosity even before the twelfth. Ballistic Riot. Do you think devs should improve remove luck from the game? It makes me feel like I have to run it. This is something that, that they did in Diablo, the magic find. You end up wasting a slot on luck because you're just trying to you know farm for drops. If the drops were generous and sensible and empowering you to min-max, then you wouldn't feel the need to run luck. You run luck and you're basically killing that slot you're throwing that away instead of having like a perk that could make you stronger or something shooter man I don't understand why players accept full responsibility to be banned because they bought a product that was essentially defective um well no again this is a complete misread on the on the uh 
uh, situation. It's a complete misread. It's not defective. They discover a bug and they exploit it for their own gain. That's not a defective product. A defective product is when you go to roll your windows down in your car and they they don't go down. That's defective. Now, if you roll the window down in the car and you put your hand over top of it and you have it come up and you get the sensor to, to trigger and it like locks the window up and then it and then it jams the, the window and you're intentionally bringing about the circumstances of it getting kind of jammed up, sure that may need fixed in the car but you're the one doing it right you've you've discovered the bug and you're you're forcing it to happen i it's just very very different soured outlook this band feels like a fallout 76 bands that were handed out for people having too much gear do you think algorithmic bands are a detriment to anthem considering uh how hands-on the cms are up to this point I mean, yeah, that's why I said it just seems really it just seems really out of left field. Why wouldn't you warn people first? Why wouldn't you DM them and say, "Hey man, uh, we, we don't want you doing that on stream anymore." I agree. It just it feels it feels out of left field. Uh, Reaper. I don't uh, I don't want you to answer if it's going to drag a fellow streamer, but I love how straight up you are. Do you feel it's fair to be unbanned because you have some social status? Um, I don't think it should be a permaban, but if they ban- unban one person, don't they have to do everyone? Uh, the people doing it knew they were doing it and wanted some content and stuff, so they kept doing it. Uh, then it's, I'm sorry after a punishment, just really not fair to get special privilege. Well, I don't know if it's a, if it's a special privilege. We don't know if, if we don't know if that's the case, right? Obviously, you don't want big mouthpieces and content creators being like, yeah, I got banned, they won't unban me, right? That doesn't look good for the game. So they're not they're not giving special treatment. The same thing could happen if a bunch of people stormed Reddit and said, we all got banned and we don't know why, you guys aren't even explaining it. If they review and reverse bans because they feel they they feel that maybe it was too harsh or maybe maybe it's uh you know maybe they should have had warnings or something then that i don't necessarily think that's be, that's special treatment um so paul tassie's saying the anthem crashes have happened on his x1x as well yeah i mean i was playing on xbox one x for like 30 to 45 minutes but i mean that's not a fair sampling right i mean i didn't have any crashes but obviously if you play for long periods of time it's more likely uh reaper gt Considering it's a PvE-only game, why is this a big deal? I've answered this numerous times. It's a, it's a completely match-made game. It's driven by cooperative play and matchmaking and staying together. And it's breaking and damaging to the player experience at large because it spreads like a disease and everyone's doing it. And that's why you don't want it to be uh, happening. It is detrimental uh, and damaging to the player experience. Retro Walker. How do you feel about Bioware puts an end dungeon chest like Division does and even Warcraft? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really care about how they do it. Just increase the loot drops. Uh, Job, you needs, uh, Jobu needs a beer, says, as I see it, this is just another misstep by Bioware EA. Not patching loot quickly, multiple bugs, somewhat lack of a game, uh, end game. Uh, how do they pull themselves out? What's the first step? The first step is to speak clearly about the bans and then make the generosity patch. I think, like I said, that needs to be a twofold communication. 
this is this is what we don't want to see you doing and here's why and we've made our best efforts to make the game far more generous and rewarding so you won't feel the need to do that i think that's the communication and that's how you phrase it nw2 killer do you think people exploit because of being accustomed to playing games like Borderlands or Destiny, uh, which was a good amount of exploits? Well, right. I mean, they're bringing their own brand of playing to the game. That's what these guys do. They break the rules. They push the boundaries. They find that enjoyable. But, but in a game like this, it's hurting it. It's hurting the game's integrity. Uh, Alan, sorry. They should not perma-ban anyone when using exploits because it's a PvP-only game. We've answered this a hundred times. You're wrong. Uh, FET44, what do you think about them doubling the flight time if you aren't currently in combat? Seems silly to me to be forced to land every three seconds. Um, Yeah, there's enough things in the world that you can use. It's not that bad. I mean, I'm not going to take issue with this. It's part of the, um, I don't know. It's, it's part of the experience, right? And it, you land for like a second. Uh, and as, if you, you can go past water, you can dive. There's other things you can do. It's not, it's not as big of a deal. I think, the, I think how long you're overheated is a bigger problem. I don't mind there being an overheat, an overheat in the game, but it's dissonant to the rhythm of the game. I literally overheat land and I have to, I have to do basically nothing for a long, long time. I get my shield back, I can heal, and still be overheated. Like, it's so dissonant. It's just, it's it's so outside of the normal rhythmic nature of the game with respect to, like, getting your shields and health back and re-engaging in combat, and you're still freaking overheated. So, length of overheat is way too long. And we showed there's a sound glitch. I don't get the overheat warning. There's something going on with the sound where I I don't even know I'm going to overheat. There's no oh there's an indicator on your screen. I mean I, there's a there's an audio one and I don't get it. And then there's also stun lock, right? I wish I wish that that's the stuff they could be focusing on. Like the stunning animations, the the length of the animations, you know, feeling like things are real clunky and sometimes there's like input delay and stuff. I that stuff, I would love if they were focusing on that, but they got bigger fish to fry before they can even get to those quality of life issues. Uh, Mr. A, did you see the two javelins that appear at the end of the cutscene with Grandmaster Adams? They look different from the javelins we have access to now. They could be skins, but I believe the two javelins in the cutscene is sneak peek. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. There was also uh, Colossus that were using a, a shield and a gun at the same time. So there's all sorts of things that might be coming down the road. Uh... Lionair says do you know that if they do not improve the loot route in the next patch that people might push the narrative that they are not actually listening to feedback that they are pretending to be listening but are not Uh, I think this would be a nonsense narrative but I would fear people pushing it I'll push that I will push that freaking narrative brother listen if they don't boost the generosity they're not listening to the community I'll push that narrative we have made it abundantly clear this game and the min-maxing runs on the engine of generosity and when Travis Day weighs in from the loot 2.0 Diablo system and he says you need to be more generous, you are not listening to the community if it's not addressed. Fixing inscriptions hasn't done anything for the loot pursuit other than other than make it like it, it's not as bad. I crafted 28 masterwork items 
and got 23 garbage rolls. Garbage, low percentages, ammo, like stuff I didn't want. I will push that narrative. If we go another week to two weeks and they don't touch drop rate or say anything about it, I won't play. Like, what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I didn't play over the weekend. I don't have a choice. What do you What do you expect? That's the question. I'm getting ramped up but because I believe they're going to respond. But if they don't, what do you expect people to do? Run Tyrant Mine for forever? Is Just rename the game Tyrant Mine. Like, there's no way they don't respond. They, they've been listening and they've been doing an amazing job. I believe inscriptions were phase one. I don't think they wanted to do inscriptions and drop rate at the same time. I also think they were probably saying we need to hold the phone and hold the train on messing with drop rates because people are exploiting like crazy. We need to address that first and then we'll do the drop rate. So, yeah, if we've gotten the question several times, you can start deleting questions like that, Mel. If you, if you are inclined, you don't have to. I can buzz past them. Uh, Grizzly Griggs, your thoughts and opinions on PS4 crashes supposedly being caused by Anthem? It sounds terrible. It sounds like another problem that is gonna that is gonna hurt this game's reception and longevity. I I, I don't understand. I don't understand why you have a game that runs on an engine that's been used so many times before. What the frick did you do? Like, what's in this game? I genuinely want to know. Is is there is there is there a company that can bust the game apart and data mine it and just figure out? why it's running the way that it's running it doesn't make any sense i thought some of the loading issues and crashing issues were like server side stuff that's what it felt like it's like oh it's mostly server side stuff they'll tweak this because that was happening with uh the division the division 2 beta was doing the same thing it was having crashing and it felt server side i uh hamish came in the man himself, Hamish Bodhi, came in to the stream the one day and he told me, you might get some frame issues. It's a server-side issue that we're working on. I, I I thought that's what was going on with this game. It seems like something else is going on. Something inside the game is just, for whatever reason, just so poorly optimized. I don't I don't know. It, ne- it needs fixed yesterday. Because what do you expect? I mean, you can't people... You can't... <laughs> People can't play the game. It's not like a quest line that's buggy or a part of a map that's buggy. They literally can't play. So I I can't defend that. All I can say is and 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 try and champion the players and say, "Man, you, you this needs fixed now. It's bad." It might be sound related. Yeah, that seems to be it. Some of the hitching and stuff does seem related to sound and maybe they just did weird things with the sound in this game to try to really give that punch and it's just causing instability. Uh, Peter for leader (laughs) says, what is your opinion on the monument now moving on the map? Some people feel that holding back content is unfair and immoral because you paid for it. Those people are stupid. Uh, but I think keeping updates coming weekly in order to change the game is actually more valuable than releasing it all at once. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but if you think it's unfair or immoral to hold back content because you quote-unquote paid for it, I mean, that's stupid. I don't have another word to use. Come on. It's not unfair or immoral. As glitchy as the game is, $60 got you a complete game. Four javelins, a complete campaign, side missions, uh, all sorts of loot to chase, right? 
the, the, bu- the bugs are the main reason to be frustrated. You can't look at the roadmap and be like, oh, that's not fair. I shouldn't have to wait for that because I paid for the game. Like, that's just a dumb attitude to have. Like, the, It's a complete game, but it's a game as service. If you're going to buy a game as service and then stomp your feet, me, 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 I should get my stuff now, then don't buy game as service games because that's what they do. They literally give you the game and add to it in a, in, a, in a rhythm. So don't buy a game as service game if you... It's my game and I want it now! Well, then don't buy a game as service game because that's what they do. And it's literally free. So the $60 that you spent at the launch was for the launch, right? Everything after that is essentially paid for by microtransactions that you don't have to spend if you don't want to. And then it literally is coming out in a drip feed. So... Solo Requiem. Recently, a bug caused Tyrant Mine to disappear. Yeah, we already addressed the disappearing Tyrant Mine. You just you have to try to get somebody uh, to take you in, and then it should fix it. Um, and Scar Temple of Scar glitches sixty percent. What other content would you recommend? I grind. I don't. I don't know why Temple of Scar is glitching. That's weird. Uh, wordy. I think we need to remember, neither the monetization nor the design cares if you wait until halfway through March or maybe then to play. It's been one week since proper launch. Do you think that we might just be a little too quick to trigger on it being in this much danger? Like, usually negative PR affects uh, early DLC sales uh, the most, but since it isn't doing that, there's no significant danger to longevity if it picks up later. Homie, I like to see the glass half full, but you are dumping water on your face by doing it in this case. <laughs> I just, if we can stretch the analogy, it, first of all, it's, it came out on the 15th early and then on the 22nd. Second of all, the, the initial reception of the game, that's when, that, that's when most people buy and play and become addicted. That's just when it happens. So, I think that you're you're literally I think you're literally losing players because the game either doesn't work, it's glitching and crashing on them, or the people that actually want to grind your game and actually enjoy it are finding that there's nothing to do. Uh, I missed some subs here. I think uh, Mez Mez and Codex. Thank you for the prime subs. Um. I'm not trying to be sky is falling here, but let's just be honest. You can't expect a loot pursuit game to get off the ground when half the freaking content has no reason to run it. The end game content, there's no reason to run it. And the loot's dry. Like the loot drops are dry. It's there's so much about it. That's not, not functioning properly. What? what? You, you can't take a four-man team into Heart of Rage even if you just feel like running it. There's no reason to do anything other than legendary contracts and strongholds because the drop rate's so freaking low. All that, listen, listen, go back and watch my content. All the stuff I said before the game came out about the difficulty spectrum and raising the difficulty spectrum being a great value point to the player because you can always raise the difficulty spectrum and get more rewards and have harder encounters and that makes the whole game relevant to you at any point in time, whether you're doing free play contracts, legendary contracts, or strongholds. All of that isn't true because there's no incentive and nothing's dropping. So all of their quality points are short-circuited by the lack of generosity and the fact that there's no reason to go up the spiral staircase. Everyone's living in a holding pattern in Grandmaster 1, and that holding pattern's getting boring real fast because they're not getting drops. 
it's again i'm not trying to be sky is falling it's a loot based game and the basic tenets of loot pursuit aren't functioning properly you know it's like they've got to figure that out and it's got to be quick or again you're just people are going to be like why play i mean divisions dropping loot the loot system set up in a way where i climb and i get more stuff and i get more powerful and then i up the difficulty of the world map and i go and like it's all working those core tenants need to work or you cannot expect people to run tyrant mine for the rest of their freaking life you know it's like uh nsax uh why should a streamer be unbanned but not a normal guy not saying that that's what happened but it seems fair yeah i address this i don't think they're unbanning them because they're streamers i think anybody that gets banned can probably appeal it and get unbanned Sven raged. Does it seem like the vendors are a bit of a wasted opportunity instead of them all offering different items for customization like metal or materials, different color patterns, ETC? It seems like they're all just offering the same microtransactions uh, with a different vendor name. Well, yeah, the two vendors in the main area don't even make any sense. Like, you go to one vendor and you can see, like, the featured items and then you go to the other vendor and you can see the crafting stuff and it's like, but I didn't need to come to see her to the crafting stuff. I could go see the one guy and then right bumper over. So... Uh, Vector ACP. Do you think uh, Bioware can turn the ship around before uh, the Division 2 hits? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. At the very least, they need to do a generosity patch. You remember like the Go Fast update in Destiny? We need a, we need a, we need a loot drop patch, you know? We need a Santa Claus patch. We need the, the generosity now. Sino, do you think Anthem not being licensed-based game like Star Wars, FIFA, etc. gives EA more freedom to run Anthem and Apex how they see fit rather than catering to a license holder's whims? Thanks. I mean, it certainly, it certainly, uh, it certainly helps, but I don't know. That's not even really in question right now. What's in question is loot generosity and incentive to go into harder encounters. That's not there right now, so it doesn't matter about no licensing. The game's short-circuiting itself in the end game. Uh, Nitrix. Separately from loot drop adjustments, would it make sense to provide an additional uh, route to gear through purchasing masterwork blueprints with coin? No, 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 uh-uh. You don't want people, no, that's outside of the boundaries of what they said. Cosmetics are earnable, and uh, that, and then you use the coin for that. That would corrupt the currency. All of a sudden, you could use the currency to essentially buy power and bypass some of the grind, and I don't think that would be a good idea at all. Roland, do you think a good solution would be to leave the loot drops as is, except for Grandmaster 2 and 3, buff those drops? No. No. Grandma- that doesn't make any sense at all. So, like, you're playing the game and you're getting whites, greens, blues, and purples like it's nothing. And then you get to Grandmaster 1 and you start to craft your build. And you're crafting your build to go to Grandmaster 2. And that takes for freaking ever. And then you go into Grandmaster 2 and it's going to be like a, like a suddenly what? Like a supercharged rapid update? You know? And then you go to Grandmaster 3 and like that's where you farm for the legendaries. I think universally raise the drop rate and then make Grandmaster 2 have higher inscription percentages right so you can start to get replacements so you get a masterwork that's identical to one that you have but the inscriptions are all higher percentages to empower you to go up to grandmaster three so you 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 slowly you're getting lots of drops but you're slowly finding pieces to replace to be stronger then when you really feel like you've really capped yourself out you go into grandmaster three and now you're farming for legendaries 
if the generosity factor is always there, even when even when you're farming for the legendaries, you're doing the same thing. You're getting a lot of them and you're replacing your existing stuff, but then eventually you're replacing your legendaries with legendaries because it's being so generous that you're finding better legendaries than the present legendaries that you have. Like, I don't know. It's just, there's a part of me that's confused as to like, did they make a change in the final months of this game how how did you create a difficulty spectrum and have in the demo and in the alpha we went to grandmaster one two and three and we saw the basic structure what was the basic structure it was everything's really strong with an increased drop in masterworks and do you remember what i said i said isn't it strange that when you go to grandmaster two all it says is an increased drop for masterworks why wouldn't it say increased drop of legendaries why would I go to Grandmaster 2 why would I make everything stronger just to get more masterworks if I'm getting masterworks at Grandmaster 1 like I said that during the demo it seemed confused to me it seemed (gasps) incomplete and not ready I don't know it's like they it's like they got exactly where they wanted to go all the way up to Grandmaster 1 and then they're like we want to scale the difficulty continued up to 2 to 3 and maybe even beyond they've hinted at maybe going beyond well, it's like, it's like they don't know how to get there. It's like they don't know how to get there. It's like, well, what do we do? It, it, it again, it's short-circuited. It just stops. It says Masterwork and Legendary in the full game. Right, right. And so, again, you got to think, Milo. When I was playing at the capture event, that was, that was a build that was close to launch date that didn't say that. It hadn't been, it hadn't been ironed out. Doesn't that seem a little strange to you? It's like... I'm playing a build that's close to the build that's going to launch and you guys don't have your 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 GM 2 and 3 like percentage structures built out, your incentive structures built out. How do you not know how you're going to do this yet? It doesn't make any sense. Now, it could have been cosmetic like, "Oh, well, that should, that was a placeholder in the menu and we just left it there." It didn't seem that way. It didn't seem that way. It seemed like this is this isn't built yet. You guys don't know what you're going to do with GM 2 and 3 yet. And then they were going to not have GM 2 and 3 at launch, which again tells me they knew. They're like, we these aren't ready. They're not ready for prime time. Now, I would have been okay with that. If, if, if Grandmaster 2 and 3 were not ready for prime time and they said, we're going to stagger those releases so they can really be worth your time, Grandmaster 1 is going to be the main sort of holding pattern that you get in to really farm for the perfect masterworks. And we've got things in place to ensure the inscriptions are good, the drop rates are healthy, so you can really, really master your builds before we drop GM 2 and 3. But it's like, we're not even really able to do that. Even if you just accept the fact that that's not a big deal, GM 2 and 3, they can add incentives later, no worries, I'm going to min-max my build, You, it's difficult to even do that because the drop rate's so bad. So, MDK Dragon, I keep seeing arguments referencing other companies' policies, what do other companies have to do with how a terms of service is enforced in the game? It, they don't, it's just, it's just what people do, right? They're, they're, they're basically... They're, they're just making false comparisons. Good to catch you on stream again. What's good, Jeno? Uh, Pigeon. Do you know what's going on with support abilities? No. I, I don't know why there's no support abilities. I, the, no masterwork support abilities. Not sure what's going on. No legendaries either, obviously. 
Uh, seemingly. Seemingly. Redcon. I got the legendary emblem of destruction. It doesn't seem like it works. It says 3300% ultimate charge. Have you experienced that? I, I'm not, no, I'm not sure. I have no idea. This is my radio. Thank you. If you guys are enjoying the show, if you're new here, I do these segments. Typically, I'm playing, but I wanted to speak very clearly about this because it was kind of a sensitive subject, so I didn't want to distract myself, so I wasn't playing today. Typically, I will be playing and having the gameplay running there. When I'm usually playing through the game, it's full screen, but when I do these segments, I go to an interactive screen like this with your questions, the topic, etc. If you like this style of content, it's like interactive radio. Uh, Please click the follow button. That's a free way to support what I do. Uh, it's the Colossus Master where you get an extra shot. Oh, thank you. So the guy that just asked about that 3300% charge, what you want to do with the Colossus ult is shoot at a group of adds. If you get the multi-kill, it'll give you an extra shot. So you can basically use his ult as a clear a bunch of adds with the first shot, and then you have three shots left over. So you basically, you basically get to do... You basically get a free shot, as long as that free shot that you take is um as long as the free shot that you take is is a multi-kill um cobra kai says i'm loving this game personally and having a ton of fun with my storm build in regards to strongholds would they be able to do a random draw of which stronghold you play through i believe destiny did that with their raids and also the game blue screen crashed my ps4 once sony is refunding my money uh, to those that bought the game if they call in. Okay, I, this is, just feels like a question that you, like, you wanted to use question and answer as a way to, like, promote the fact that people can get refunds. Um, I don't know, you don't seem interested in the game if you're trying to get your money back, right? So, I'm gonna go to the next question. Sagesaur, do you think they should allow you to craft legendary items later on in the game? Oh, no. I, I just, man, oh man, I really think drop rates is what you want. You want drop rates. I said this in another talk. If crafting becomes the main mechanism, I'm choosing my words carefully here. If crafting becomes the main mechanism whereby you get better loot, that's not loot pursuit. That's transaction of time. That's transaction of time. And I think that's boring. Triangle Choke. EA Bioware marketed the game heavily towards Destiny players and the Destiny community. Shouldn't they expect the people to play the game? Uh to play the way they play Destiny, i.e. farming. Brute forcing a checkpoint bug is not farming, so stop with this false narrative crap, okay? That's not what they did. They didn't farm chests in the free play space and get banned. They knowingly brute forced a bug and a glitch. And when they did that, they got banned for doing it. It has nothing to do with the Destiny community or farming. DS Wick, do you think there should be a way for banned players to have their bans lifted? Right, yeah, appeal it. They're unbanning people. Yeet Beans, how long do you think Anthem has to fix the issues before significant loss of players? They probably already have experienced significant loss of players. This is basically the week. This is it. To be clear about the refund, Sony will give you a one-time exception on their refund policy regardless of the game. Many people are being denied a refund on Anthem because they got one previously. There you go. Uh, Gideon, do you think with all the questionable press going around about Anthem that the game needs right now are large, more flashy changes? 
Well, no, they don't want to break the game with a bunch of flashy changes. Like I said, I think primary thing they need to do, I've answered this question in many ways today. The primary focus should be generosity. Turd Blossom, I've been farming for Masterworks. Is there a better way of getting weapons to drop instead of, of components and abilities? You could try. There are six weapons that will drop in hard. So if you grind hard, it's a more focused farm because the other Masterworks can't drop. Other than that, there's not a whole lot you can do to manipulate getting weapons. Nutaria. Do you believe the community outcry is fueled by another ban uh, wave made on Fallout 76, making the false connection that bans are made because both games are bad? I mean, I, I don't draw a connection there, no. Uh, Bertleff says, Is there an announcement for the generosity patch? Are we all hoping? We're hoping. I'm saying there needs to be a generosity patch. They've not said anything about it. Evan, what are your thoughts on the latest loot patch? It was great that they fixed inscriptions, but there's still not enough drops. Uh, ban- banana and something. Sa- uh, ba- what is that? Banana and syrup HD something? Do you think that the burning effect is too strong? No. Uh, I Oh, on us maybe? I don't know what you mean, but on but on the enemies, no. Iroha, do you think that Anthem can be as good as Destiny and Borderlands and really work with them... Uh, seeing as though Destiny and Borderlands have dedicated fan base, which I feel make up a large part of the people playing Anthem. I I think the game can get into a great place, the same way Division did with Division 1.8 and having like a lot of like really um, a really loyal base and really, really good improvements, but they gotta act fast on generosity. That's the big thing I keep saying. Uh, thanks for the comment on my shirt. Uh, Imperior uh, Pariah. I have been playing since release and I love the game. One thing that makes me angry is when I've completed a stronghold, we defeat the boss and my game resets to the loading screen. Do you know if the loot I gather during the stronghold will be available? Yeah, but you gotta go into like free play and go to the... Uh, if you get like a glitch or whatever like that, you have to go into free play and then leave free play. You're having to basically extract again. Um... Uh, Cynic. Bugs and loot aside, what quality of life changes would you like to see? I already outlined a bunch of times what I'd like to see with the loot drops and how they could handle the incentive for harder difficulties. One more question for you. Would you like to see NPCs like Yaro and Bryn have their own armor sets uh, and everything like they did in the store? It'd be cool if you could do if you could do stuff for them to get armor sets, yes. I also think they could put armor sets, purely cosmetic, but earnable armor sets in the strongholds themselves. Eva Blas says, how do you feel about addressing a screen or a tab that allows you to see all your character's attributes? We all want a stat page and they're looking into it. Rare Killer. Do you think they should add an inscription that resist force being able to knock enemies out of the sky or stun them or do you think that should be, would upset the balance much? They should add an inscription that resists force um, being the ability to knock enemies out of the sky or stun them. Um, I don't know, maybe. I don't I, I don't like getting into the small details like that. Wyvern Gaming. Why do you think we have the entire story on both sides for the band wave? Also, um, with the loot, do oh, do you think we have the entire story? No, I don't. I we don't. Like the guys for Streamer House know what they did. They know what they did. They were doing it and they got banned. With Glad, I just think there's more gray area. We don't know. Like he did a whole host of things, um, and we and he and he he speculated on a lot, and then he deleted vods. So it's like, was he banned for the same thing? I don't know. Why was he banned and the people he was playing with not banned? I don't know. Did he play off stream, crack open a beer one night, and just and just farm the frick out of something, and and that triggered it? I don't know. We don't know. All we know is that he said, here's the things I did, and I got banned. Like, there, there, there's so much gray area there. 
it was just more obvious for streamer house because there was like four or five of them that got banned and they were all doing the exact same thing which was the brute forcing of the checkpoint uh sagesar do you think they will add a vendor like in destiny to purchase legendary items or cost of coin i don't know uh grizzly griggs what are you looking forward to in the game update wise with maybe a new stronghold i'm looking forward to generosity more than anything because i want to craft builds you know so i only mentioned the refund for those who might be interested i still play daily and enjoy it i don't understand why you would ask a question and then say you were returning the game and getting a refund like again I, you, your your question's confusing me um, DXC fee. Do you think Anthem could benefit from a world tier system similar to Division? World tier dictates the strength of the drop, and the existing difficulties would dictate the drop chance. Um, this is literally what exists in Anthem. It's called Grandmaster 1, 2, and 3. It literally sets the challenge. It literally sets the difficulty of where you go, and it, it's supposed to affect enemy difficulty and drop chances. Like, that's literally, it already is in the game. Uh, it's just as it working as far as incentive goes. Did the game just need another 6 to 12 months? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Acoustic Soul. Should they reduce the shield health of some of the enemies in Grandmaster 1 through 3? Sometimes, even with combos and abilities, I'm barely chipping away at their health or I'm an idiot. Um, maybe you're just not doing it right. I've played Grandmaster 1 a ton and don't struggle with any of the shields. Like You just have to go about it the right way. Use ice or electricity. Don't be afraid to use just everything to get that shield down because by the time they land and then get back up, you should have abilities for deading and priming. Um, Pukey's Revengeance. What do you think of the analogy that the exploit is similar to entering a cheat code in the game to get all the guns? Meaning, since there's no PvP, there's no real economy to exploit. Completely inaccurate and false. There is an economy to exploit, and they did. Your the the loot and the materials that you get from the loot is an economy. It's an internal economy that you are short circuiting and bypassing the natural earn rates to get things too fast, and it's damaging to the player experience. This point's been made so many times today. We don't need to revisit it. If you don't think it's damaging to the player experience, you're putting your head in the sand. It is. Every single piece of the content is match-made, and this stuff spreads like a disease, and that's all people do. It's a mistreatment of the game, it hurts its integrity, and it damages player experience. End of story. Uh, Rough Rider. Have you come across a bug where a Masterworks drop with no inscription? Yeah, they're working on it. I don't know why. There's only a couple that it happens on. I beast easy. I just built a Colossus, but... um, only have access to battle cry not shield pulse is there something i'm missing you just have to wait for it to drop you might want to get out of grandmaster one because it might dro- have a higher tra- drop rate chance in hard i don't know midnight tangent ryan do you think that they should remove luck uh they should move luck away yeah we've already addressed the luck situation it's a dead perk after you're not farming anymore and it just takes up an empty it just takes up a slot raise raise generosity and get luck out of the game wicked roki how do they fix the stat information because i don't understand them um, give you a stat page probably would help. Snavarette. With cataclysms around the corner, do you think people who have masterwork javelins are ready? What rewards do you want to see? I don't know if we're ready, and I want to see really, really good rewards. Cosmetic rewards, strong rewards, awesome abilities. Hopefully they thought about cataclysm reward structure. Hoffman, what do you think is an acceptable balance of farming versus time spent should be? Granted, it is RNG, so just uh, around about three hours equals one legendary 
I'm a little over 100 hours into the game and I don't have a single legendary. Listen, it's not about that. It's about getting a ton of masterworks to min-max so you can go into GM 2 and 3 where they would increase the legendary drop rate. Ground level generosity has to happen first. Then you can start messing with the other things. I don't know the exact turnaround time. I'm not going to throw out a number, but... It just isn't good where it is right now. Mr. A, have you read the codexes in the game? They talk about some of the lore. No, I've not. I've not read them. I don't find that stuff that interesting, even though I think it is interesting. I don't really spend my time doing that. Ellen Daylene, uh, do you think the community has unreasonable expectations of the devs? Some people in the Discord basically told off a dev for taking an hour to break uh, to do his taxes. I don't care about entitled babies and what they think. I don't, I'm not going to waste thought on people like that. Cheap redneck. Uh, do you think B- uh, Bioware will drop a large DLC like Bungie's TTK and Forsaken? Maybe. I mean, they may, they might have to. They might have to do something significant, but they can't do it right now. I mean, it's too it's too early. They have there's no way they have anything. They might have something like that in their back pocket, but I don't know. Uh, Old bird, have you tried a luck build? I have 162 build. GM one masterworks are dropping semi frequently from random low tier enemies. I had a luck build on my Colossus, and it definitely made a difference. But then I deleted everything because I wanted to be masterwork, and I got rid of all the epics because I didn't think it was going to be that drastic of a drop off in the drop rate. Uh, Mountain 87, do you think that the loot changes they have said about the removing whites and greens for the gun will be will change in loot drops? I mean, in theory, yes, but we don't know yet. I'm your media. What changes to Ranger do you think should be considered to make it more on par with the other Javelins? You're asserting he's not on par. I don't think that's true. Uh, I think he's really strong if you build him right. He's got broken builds, actually, with respect to strength. Not broken like he needs patch, but he's got, like, really, really strong builds. Um, So, Death Dealer. Love your content. How would you feel about an exchange system in Anthem where you can exchange X number of uncommon embers, get rare embers, and so on? Uh, They gotta be careful because they've already lowered the cost of uh, crafting, so we have tons of those lower levels. Um, They're gonna have to have us do something with them, though. They're gonna have to have you know do something with them. They're just it's a dead it's a dead currency. Uh, Shuri, do you think people are not just geared enough for GM two and three, and that's why we're not seeing the advantage? It's not even about the advantage. What's the motivation? What's the point? There's not a noticeable drop rate increase. They've admitted that GM two and three there's no incentive to run right now. That's been admitted by Bioware. Um, Fridge Master Spice, wouldn't it have been better for Anthem to have been put back for another year? I mean, yeah, the devil is the deadline. It's a great game that's just this beleaguered by problems that could have been, you know, fixed over time. Uh, Acoustic Soul. I agree there needs to be more generosity, but I'm concerned with the lack of storage for our items. Do you think that there should be increase our vault size? I'm not worried about that because you replace a gun with a gun. You don't. You're not going to carry like eight versions of the same gun. Uh, Liner. Uh, not something that should be addressed now. Do you think if we can get legendaries from G, uh, G1 and G2, that perhaps new tier of rarity for G3? I, that's cart before the horse. Yeah, I'm not talking about stuff like that because we don't even need to think about stuff like that right now. We haven't even got a built-out, fleshed-out endgame with respect to generosity. There's no point wasting breath, thought, or ideas on a on an on something like that that'll probably... We, we don't even know how that would play out because the generosity in GM2 and 3 aren't even working right now. Uh, a ranger since day one with mostly legendary gear and good rolls. Could you please educate me on what a broken build options I have? Uh, buff as much elemental damage as you can and try the pulse beam, because it's stupid if you buff it with solar and uh, elemental damage. Ezekiel, do you feel Anthem could, given some good quality of life updates in the upcoming content stream, potentially see uh, contention for game of the year, at least with healthy positive response later down the line? No. No. It doesn't stand a chance for game of the year. It, The Metacritic score and the reviews, no. 
not even close. Um, they, we're we're in we're in March, and uh, there's a ton, a ton of big games coming out this year. Absolutely not. I I like the game, but I I just don't think it's possible. Uh, the Zarius. Do you think they should add better tier drops for GM2? Yes, we've already talked about that. Do you think Anthem will have PvP in the future? I hope not. I don't like it. You shall not pass. Do you reckon we should be able to craft Masterwork Embers with Epic Embers? Yeah, we already I just, I literally just addressed this question of conversion of the old, of the old stuff. They just gotta be careful. They gotta be real, real freaking careful, because if not, we'll have too much and we'll be able to craft too much. Um, uh, current state of the game, would you recommend people buying the game right now? Uh, I would wait. I would honestly wait for a patch or two. I've not been telling the people to buy the game ever. I don't do that. But right now, I think it would be advisable to just kind of wait and see what kind of quality of life they can crank out on the 12th. Uh, Launchypad. Uh, which is the most OP javelin? I think they're all great, and Colossus is my favorite. Uh, do you think the banning of streamers of the recent exploits, people like Glad will get unbanned? Yeah, people are getting unbanned. They're getting unbanned. They're reversing it. So that's a solid two-hour Q&A session, and that's the last question on the forum. So people are scrambling to throw questions up. I'm done. We're going to cut it there. Don't go anywhere. we got more things to talk about. So keep it here if you're watching live, and please click the follow button if you enjoyed this segment. I do them all the time. It's like an interactive radio show where you get to take part in the show. So if you've enjoyed this, click the little heart button. That is a free and easy way to support my content. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage, or look me up on Twitter. We're working on a milestone on Twitter as well. If you want to throw me a follow on Twitter at say no to rage, I'd greatly appreciate it. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching or listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.